Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. I'm currently sitting here wondering what I'm going to talk about in this Mack Weldon ad. So I'm like, hmm, I love their underwear. Uh, it's comfortable. It's good for me because they make the sizes that fit me and they are like, I don't sweat so much in them. They don't get like stiff like cardboard, like other cotton underwear. Then I realize I'm sitting here just in a pair of Mack Weldon's because I got these new ones. I got to pay for them. That's how, that's how much I like Mack Weldon underwear is that I pay for them and I've already used my promo code which is mighty, by the way, so feel free to use that. But let me recommend these air knit style boxer briefs. They are breathable, they wick sweat, and they can handle my taint. If they can handle my taint, they can handle yours. I highly, highly recommend the air knit Mack Weldon boxer briefs, dude. dudes and dudettes. Maybe you're a girl, you can wear them, but there's all kinds of uh, underwear on this site man you can get socks you can get undershirts sweatpants hoodies uh t-shirts everything is super comfortable cut well fits well and looks good but holy crap i could not recommend the air knit boxers anymore the air knit boxer briefs i'm almost positive you could fart a thousand times in these and they wouldn't even touch a smell in other words these are good for two days in a row <laughs> i don't think mac weldon approves of me saying that but trust me when i say you can wear these for two days in a row. Laundry day, Mac Weldon, promo code MIGHTY. Get on there and get yourself some underwear. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your host, your boy, the number one fuck boy! The number one fuck boy! The number one fuck boy! What's up, brother? It's me, John Gabris, the host of this bullshit-ass podcast called High and Mighty, where I talk to interesting people about things they care about that hopefully I also care about, because this is the ultimate exercise in narcissism. Beyond the mo normal narcissism... Beyond the normal narcissism, I'm not going to edit that out, so I love that I <laughs> did a retake as if I'm going to fix it in post. 
I'm going to do nothing. But uh, beyond the normal narcissism that is hosting a podcast, I go as far to not even have a premise or any work and just have friends come on and talk to me about shit that I enjoy. Hence, today's guest... Zach Brooks, you may know you might know him as the host of the Food is the New Rock podcast. You might know him as the curator, the the manager of Smorgasburg, LA. I'm nobody, making, nobody, nobody that listens to your podcast knows me as that. <laughs> or you might know him as a former guest from the episode that's, about food. That's the just one titled that's, yeah. Food. That's the that's that's every person. If you're in your mid thirties or so, and you ever had a New York City office job. You might know him as Midtown Lunch New York. It's true. Very, spe- I have very specific subsets <laughs> of people that know who yeah. I am. Yeah. You have you're a big following in the fat dad yeah. community. I was talking about this with someone yesterday. My, uh, I am huge among fat IT dudes in the middle of Manhattan. That's like <laughs> who have desk jobs so they listen to podcasts, yeah, is, go to lunch is... in Midtown Lunch, and uh, give a shit about eating. That's my bread and butter. <laughs> well, thank you for coming ba- back on High and Mighty to discuss. What can only be dis- described as a huge controversy? Well, I, mean, I think for me it is. I think everybody else is looking at me like, you're a crazy person. But yeah, I mean, well, the first time I came, I brought, Panda I brought a Express gift. Burritos. I brought the greatest thing that Panda Express has ever invented. And that's, and they had, yes, hands down. And I love Panda Express. I, as, as do I. And that fucking scallion pancake burrito thing that you brought was one of the more interesting and I'm not saying interesting like, oh, she had an interesting face. I mean, interesting like, this is unusual, and I fucking love it. I mean, it it it, it makes Panda Express better, taking all of what Panda Express makes and putting it into a scallion pancake and rolling it into a burrito. Right. It's exactly <laughs> if I had a choice between just eating regular Panda Express or that Panda Express burrito, I would take the burrito every time. Right, and that's part of the appeal of that of that style of Chinese food of like that New York Szechuan style food is like I want eleven different dishes. You know, I want yeah. like I don't want just chicken and broccoli and, and rice. Yeah. I want I want a fucking scallion pancake, a rangoon, an egg roll, General Tso's, sweet and sour, broccoli. You know, I want all that shit on one. And they giant... put it all in to one one vehicle. Yeah, exactly. I want it all on one plate. If yeah. I could have it all wrapped up in some sort of carb, I'm even better off. Yeah, because you're alternating bites already. Like it's all about balance, right? right. Like you're going. You know, you're mixing like a little bit of rice with a little bit of the general soup. Yeah, you already... You're taking a bite of egg roll, <laughs> dipped in the alternating between mustard and, uh, and, duck, and sauce. duck sauce. Maybe th- slap maybe in the rangoon together. Sweet and sour, right. The whole thing, right? Once, oh, yeah. And they're just they're putting it all together so that I mean, you don't know what the next bite's going to be, but it's all yeah. But you got your lolling on there. Your it's all uh, in there. Uh, anything you could use before we go any further into this controversy <laughs> before we. Before we weigh in, before we decide to finally get political on the High and Mighty podcast, first I'd like to just read a couple of reviews of my podcast. So as always, Zach, you know this, I think, as being a previous guest. If you rate me five stars on iTunes and then roast me in the comments, I will read them out loud on the podcast. So uh, this is from username Pepsi Sucks, and the review is entitled Someone Roll Him on His Side. Okay, Jesus. If you've ever wondered what a hate crime concealing dude with a nine-year-old profile photo on bodybuilding.com looks like, or if you want to peek in the future of what a Reddit fuckboy looks like at 55, check out this garbled mess of isms. 
guests less interesting than those you can meet at an Amish gas station. Wait, you haven't even posted this episode yet. <laughs> I know, and they, they already know how, no sense. They already know how uninteresting you are. <laughs> <laughs> this is some of these are predictive. <laughs> Low-frequency chair creaks and burrito-clogged death rattles. Sig smile from your only listener in Lipsig, Germany, where John's ancestor, Jan Gurab, once attempted to lead all the village children to a molester cave with the promise of bacon and booze. Luckily for the kids, Jan was winded by the time they reached the outskirts of town and collapsed under his own girth. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, and then you did you just did you say yes that was helpful? What? Did yes. you just click yes? <laughs> click was this review helpful? Yes. <laughs> it's the least I could do to honor Pepsi sucks. Read it out loud. And then it was helpful because I'm going to put just the tip of a gun in my mouth later on today. <laughs> and I'm not going to pull the trigger, but I just want to feel alive for that brief moment. Um this is from Stellar Prineville and the it's the review title's Pinky in my butthole. And it just says, John Gemberling is a very funny comedian interviewer. Sounds a little different on this podcast. Five stars. We'll eat here again. So an inside joke amongst my reviewers, apparently, is that I am, they confuse me with John Gemberling, <laughs> 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 who is another very funny, I'm just going to use only positives for us, very funny, talented, brunette comedian named John G. <laughs> he has nothing to do with the fact that we're both overweight perverts. This is from Adam Clayton III, and the review says, John Gabris is that one guy from high school who was cool with everyone. He called that uptight teacher bro and tried to dap him for the entire year until the day before summer break when the teacher dapped him back, and everyone was like, yo, Gabris, yo. He continues to be cool with everyone, but professionally, and funny, and nice. Oh, shit, I accidentally read a positive review of my podcast. (laughs) It just said John was that one guy from high school, and I assumed it was going to go into some, like, (laughs) Who fucking wore a trench coat every day and <laughs> I just I just think it's nice that kids that you went to high school with actually listen to your podcast. Yeah, how do they know that I was the guy? I did uh, I did believe myself to be a bit of a Van Wilder even in high school. <laughs> I'm too old for that reference. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um Spicoli. <laughs> better, better. The Great Train Robbery. <laughs> Does that help you? Um uh, all right, let me see if Okay, let's just move. Let's just move on because a lot of these, the rest of these, there's a couple of positive ones here. People, no positive reviews. You rate me five stars and roast me in the comments. I don't want to see no positive shit. Okay, now with that daily dose of humbling, <laughs> daily. I'm recording this podcast every day and only putting out one every seven days. There's for every podcast you listen to, if you think that there's low production value and overweight squeaky chairs and uh, and uh, a lot of shouting. And poorly uh, produced sound effects in this podcast, you should see the six I don't air. <laughs> That's right. I'm putting out a Zach Brooks episode. That means you know the other six were a hot garbage. <laughs> I thought we were recording six episodes today. We're doing all and seven. And then you're just going to pick, pick the, the best, best one. one. This is already off. We might as well just. All right, let's, <laughs> let's call this one. Let's edit this one into something else. <laughs> um, so, this controversy we're here to talk about is. Uh, Recently, you posted something on social media that alerted me to, I don't know, do, do we call it a social issue? Do we call, do, what, do we, what do we refer to this as? A plight on the nation? It's definitely the, the worst day of my life, <laughs> it's, without it's, a doubt. It's up there. This country is falling apart, and this is the number one prime example of what I'm talking about. I've had way too many people dismiss 
me over the past week over how upset I am to now have now you're like you're the first person that's actually felt my pain and has like I you're turning this into a world issue. I I mean, people are people are acting like I'm crazy. How I'm, upset I am about this. I'm please. This is something that needs to be brought to people's attention. Just like in 2012, Coney was doing all that shit with the invisible children. <laughs> just, just like that. <laughs> just like that. Just like now that. we are we are receiving a a. Fuck you from the one percent. Oh, is... I was going to say it's a fuck you from Panda Express. Yes, <laughs> it is a direct. I and you know, I mean, we should just say it. Uh, Panda Express this past week inter- introduced <laughs> uh, introduced General So's chicken onto their menu, which for guys like us, and when I mean guys like us, I mean us specifically. That is one of the better news things you can get. It's as, the greatest. It's it's the greatest. I've been waiting for this moment. As, been, I can't believe it hasn't happened. I can't believe it wasn't on their menu. Well, let's, that's the most soul crushing thing ever. Is because when I all right. So let's let's no, no, back no, let's it up. Talk, a let's bit. talk about the history of uh, because <laughs> it is on the menu. It's called orange chicken, right? Because that is so you know for people like General So's chicken on the, orange chicken on the West Coast is what General So's chicken is on the East Coast. It's just a or sesame chicken is like or sesame right sesame chicken is yes is like, the mild General So's with seeds in yes is how I always yes. imagine and it. orange chicken as as Panda Express make it it's not orange peel chicken like it's not like which is a completely different which is like dish, a real actual. which is like a real dish that you order at a restaurant. Orange chicken, General So's chicken, sesame chicken is it's the they take the the nuggets of chicken, they batter it, deep fry it, and then they toss it in some sort of sweet and sticky sauce. Which is I can only be described as the one of the greatest. <laughs> it's, right. It's an amazing invention. And Let, let's let's back up even further on this. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Let's, let's take this back a little because General So's is obviously now, we don't consider ourselves food historians or food cultures or even <laughs> knowing anything about Chinese culture. <laughs> but, but but I'm going to talk for the next 20 minutes. Like <laughs> yeah, but I'm going yeah, yeah. I'm going to be shooting from the hip huge uh, theories about what's happening here. But General Tso's chicken is very specific to American Chinese food, right? Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. It, yeah, it's it like is one right. of our it's like our pizza. It's like yeah. the Chinese And General Tso was a person who existed. But that chicken itself never existed in China. Right. There's a, actually a great documentary called The Search for General Tso's Chicken. Have you seen that? No. Oh, it's on Netflix. Is it? Amazing. Uh, Highly recommended. Oh, interesting. And uh, for those of you who are readers, which... You, if you're listening to a podcast, you're, you're definitely you're a big-time reader as well. You're probably ba- listening to a book while you... I mean, reading a book while you listen to this, which would be a nightmare. It's based on a book called The Fortune Cookie Chronicles that is an amazing book written by this girl, Jennifer Lee. It's one of my favorite books ever. Each chapter sort of talks about some sort of American Chinese food thing. Like, So there's a chapter on fortune cookies, which, by the way, are not... Chinese. Yeah, those are created. They were invented in America by Japanese people. In San Francisco. In San Francisco, right. yep. So there's all I did of, listen to the yeah. radio lab or the <laughs> 99% Invisible that talked about that, which was really uh, cool. And then she went on a search for General So's chicken. She answers, like, why Jews eat so much Chinese food. I have a theory about that. Okay, let's hear. Um, no cheese. 
So there's no there's no need for that uh, separation that of is dairy a, and beef. That is half no... of the answer. Yeah, yeah. That there's no dairy in Chinese food, so there's not really. Although there's tons of pork and shellfish, so I don't really understand right, that. Right, right. But you can, but, but you can also order it by name and know you'd be safe. Like, right, it's and like the, chicken and broccoli. Right, beef and, and the broccoli. kitchen. Even like uh, I don't even think lobster sauce has lobster in it. No. Just a little side note. <laughs> yeah. It's important. Detail. Lobster sauce. Lobster sauce is very specific visually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> lobster sauce can only be described as one thing visually and that's yeah i didn't realize until later that lobster sauce just refers to that like like lobster sauce has nothing to do with lobster it's just the american name for that sauce that a lot of places toss lobster in (laughs) right (laughs) which is like literally just i think like it's like calling ketchup burger sauce (laughs) yes that's that's exactly what it is i think yeah yeah and you're like oh is this a burger in it you're like no it's sauce for burger Oh, so, so you get so a hot smart. dog with burger sauce. So <laughs> smart. <laughs> I'm just thinking outside the bun here. <laughs> um, so and then General So's. So General So's guy exists. Chicken was not. It, it was invented here. I've Pro- seen it as like General Chance or yeah, General Singh. Right. It's, gen, you know, it's all. It's all. It, it started in New York, I think, and then spread across the country from there. And um, and it, it never really quite made it to California because. When Panda Express became super popular, they created this thing called orange chicken, which is basically the same thing, but the sauce has more of like a citrusy taste to it than and, and it's a little brighter. It's a little shiny. Yeah, like the actual like color of the it. Color yeah, of the sauce, it is a brighter, yeah. right. It's more and so they invented sort of their own version of this type of dish and they called it orange chicken and, and became and that sort of then went waved back all the way to the east coast and yes you started like and that. you started seeing people do like in like it sort of took over the mall food court right yes which is bourbon chicken oh, uh, can we at, talk about that <laughs> amazing yeah let's talk about bourbon Dude, chicken I, free uh, sample of bourbon chicken at the roosevelt field mall food court so every week when i was a kid this is how to me i was amazed because i feel like we watched this happen or at least i did growing up because the mall food court was a place that my dad took us to all the time what mall is this that we're uh, it was to? a dayland mall food court in miami oh. uh and um <laughs> It was funny to watch. Growing up, like, I grew up a half hour outside the city. You grew up in the cultural epicenter that is Miami. And we're like, mall food courts were my... That was a meal. That was, like, that was going out to dinner with dad. Like, when you would shop with your mother just so that you could maybe get some bourbon chicken samples and then hopefully Sabaros or... uh... But, dude, it was amazing to watch how, like, the Chinese food place was always the most popular place in the mall. And then, over the years, just every place started adding Chinese food. Like, right. all of them. Like, Cajun Grill. Yeah. Like, all of a sudden is serving, like, the, some bourbon sort of... chicken, which is just teriyaki chicken. Right. And then they would also have, like, some kind of, like, orange chicken. And it's like, this has nothing to do with Louisiana. Like, right. what are you doing? It's just that it looks... it. it uh, here's the thing, and I don't know if this is part of the marketing of General So's or how Chinese food restaurants work or China Buffet... General Tso's is a is immune to the elements in a way that if you stumbled upon a plate of General Tso's, you could look at it and go, I don't know how long this has been in the open air, and it's I don't care because it's like indestructible. General Tso's could sit for uh, overnight on your counter. 
in the fridge or in a pan cooking and you could still eat it the or next in day. a styrofoam container inside your college dorm room <laughs> fridge yeah right it could be <laughs> underneath the seat in your car for an entire road trip and you can eat. eat half of that at three in the morning in your college dorm room and then wake up four hours later and eat the other half and yeah. it's still yeah. amazing <laughs> wake up three hours <laughs> later and fucking head and hands on the toilet weeping <laughs> We'll we'll get to the time that General So's chicken sent me to the hospital in college. But <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to the time that an accumulation of General So's made me have a very depressing meeting with my doctor recently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, I I should have said accumulation of General So's. <laughs> yeah, obviously, it wasn't one. It was not. An, it was, <laughs> Golden Light never paid for my hospital bill. I will say that, although they definitely should have. <laughs> and so. Moving to the West Coast, I moved here a f- few years ago at, knowing that you were originally Midtown Lunch and are now Midtown Lunch LA. I know you're from the East Coast, too. Out here, you chase that general so. You Doesn't exist. find it. Doesn't exist. And you'll go to some places, and they'll say general so's chicken, and then it'll it's just – it's either, like, bullshit or, like, just not – I don't know. Just – I don't know where, like, these recipes came from. Right. But like some of them will have like uh, like bell peppers and like shit in them. It's and so it's so fucking weird. There's one place near here that has an okay version. It's okay, like, but they have two versions on the menu: New York style General Sos and Chinese General Sos. And I was like, this is okay. Finally, Perfect. like New I York must have found one. my like holy grail. But there is no Chinese version. But whatever, I'm a, yeah. you know. It's, <laughs> so I ordered both. And the New York version was like okay, but not great. Doesn't have broccoli in it, which to me is yeah. Uh, you got to have broccoli. You need four stalks of bar- broccoli yeah. for in between fire bites. And when I, your mouth is on fire, you and, need to- and ideally the place is cheap enough that, or not cheap enough, but the place you know just tosses all of it together, the broccoli and the chicken, so that the broccoli gets all right. coated in the sauce, not the like fancy like Chun Li whatever version where they lay out the beautiful bed of broccoli right, and it's like around the edge of the uh, yeah, plate yeah. and then they put the chicken in the middle of the broccoli no that's no, bullshit too yeah. and and rice is a huge part of eating my general sos cuz i love to dip the general sos in the rice and pick it up like i'm rolling it in like i'm like i'm flouring it you know like i'm creating a another layer of bread <laughs> so smart so smart well cuz what general sos needs is another layer of bread and sauce <laughs> Well, it needs it. You're right. It needs. It's all about the balance. It's all about the balance. Uh, yeah. And so then, that brings us to Panda Express is one of the main West Coast purveyors of New York style Chinese food. You well, can but get see, the- I wouldn't say that because it's. I mean, it is. It is the Chinese food that I will eat. Right. Like all the time, but it's not New York style in the sense that you would never order Panda Express for pickup or delivery. You wouldn't order it in the boxes, like right. the Chinese yeah. food boxes. You wouldn't want to it, share. It, it like, it's is like, more of like a food court, like point to what you want. Get a combo like a meal. Minute later. And like, I think their fried rice is terrible. Their egg rolls are terrible. Their crab rangoons. Their uh, crab rangoons are terrible. And I'm a big rangoon. Right. And how, I mean, how do you mess up a crab rangoon? It's like, cream it's, cheese <laughs> and red shiny sugar sauce. It's like all you need. So to me, like, I do feel like Panda Express, it scratches an itch, but it is also its own thing. Right. right? right. Like it is, I go to Panda Express, I don't get the beef and broccoli. That's pretty bad too. Right. But their orange chicken and the chow mein which what we would call lo mein. Right, I don't right. know where they get this chow mein <laughs> crap, but whatever. Right. Chow mein, the... orange, and then 
any one of the other sort of like fried and doused in a sauce. So, you know, the sometimes, honey walnut sometimes shrimp. you go for the honey walnut shrimp. The Beijing beef is good. Right, right. And those kind of things. But you need the noodles to balance it out because otherwise it's... You and know, the rice doesn't really cut it. And the rice yeah, is yeah. just not good. Yeah. So, um... So, so that's yeah, what I, I that's mean, the, I've been here for four and a half years or just about four years. And I've been searching high and low. And the... Best I've found so far is a place called Kung Pao Bistro. Uh, granted, I'm not like – I'm sure you can find it better places, but I'm doing like no, you Grubhub and just searching. <clears throat> Kung Pao Bistro happens to have a decent general sauce. Okay. And I'm hearing Genghis Cohen is more New York style, but I haven't tried So it like Genghis that. Cohen I don't think does general sauce chicken, but their egg roll is the closest thing to a New York style egg roll that you'll get. But now, they, you've done an egg roll. <clears throat> but they know it. They know it. <laughs> They know it's good. They charge like seven bucks for it. Oh, fuck. Because they're just like, fuck all of you fast. But see, then that's, that ruins what we it love. It totally about ruins New York it. And here's the other thing that's unbelievable about Genghis Cohen and why I've only been there once and I've never been back there again. Um, they don't have lunch specials. What? No. I went in for lunch and I had to spend $7 on an egg roll and then I had to order like an entree. Like, there was no. Ugh. There was no like seven ninety five lunch special at Genghis Cohen. I miss when you order Chinese food and you'd got get a free egg roll and a free Dr Pepper with it. <laughs> <laughs> that was college for me. That's how I almost died. Was Chun Chun Kitchen? Oh wait, no, Chun Chun is by my mom's house. I forget the name of the place in Poughkeepsie where I went to school, but I would fucking get the General Tso's with fried rice combo platter and that would come with the free egg roll because it was the lunch special and fifteen dollars got you the d- free soda <laughs> my uh, my place was golden light in somerville massachusetts they delivered and i can still remember it's general so's chicken with pork fried rice and their pork fried rice was oh so gotta good. get pork and fried that rice. and that broccoli it was amazing it's the version in my head that i remember that i always am trying to find and the last time i was in boston i went to go eat there for lunch and discovered that they don't open till six o'clock at night because all of their business is delivering. They're open their from business. six at night till four in the morning and they make all their not money open then. at lunch. And I totally missed out on my chance to like, Oh no, try it 10 years later and see if it's still held up. To that's my... how you know you're, that's how you know, I hesitate to use the term foodie, but that's how you know you're a disgusting monster. If, is if, cause I have a quintessential general sales in my head and it's from red apple, in uh, Red Hook, Brooklyn, on Columbia and uh, Columbia and Union, a couple blocks from where I used to live, and I, I haven't lived there in four years, and I can. This is how they answer the phone: Red Apple. <laughs> like, I just know it so well. And I mean, who even orders food on phone anymore? <laughs> and I still. <laughs> oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. I miss I miss it so much to the point where I was back visiting, and I almost went. From Manhattan, I almost went to an outer borough to like a fucking mile from the train station just to have Chinese food. Because I did end up ordering Chinese food at like one in the morning to the hotel I was staying at, and it didn't exactly do what I wanted to do. It's also hard in New York when you're chasing a very specific, not every place has Rangoons, no, not every yeah, place yeah, yeah. has dumplings. Yeah. It's like pizza, it's like anything. I mean, it's not, not every place is amazing, but at least it's better. At least the baseline of what you can get. Yeah. And That's why I always say to people, like, oh, does LA have shitty pizza? I'm like, it has some good pizza places. But you but have to, like, go to a specific You have place, to find it. Right, Where in right. New York, it's like just about every pizza place is doable. You can just get a slice. It says a dollar for 99 cents for a slice in Hell's Kitchen, and it's not garbage. Yeah. The worst egg roll in New York is, like, better it's than like top 90% here, yeah. of the egg rolls in Los Angeles. <laughs> right, like, right. But, uh, but, yeah, so when Panda announced General Tso's, I mean, I was like, all right, 
here the, here it is. Like they know how to do the like breaded and deep fried chicken covered in the sweet sauce. I haven't listened to the our episode of the podcast we did previously, but I'm almost positive we were like begging Panda Express to make general sauce on the <clears> So I mean I have uh yes, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure we this did is and about I, a year ago we would have been And I've done I have done stuff with Panda Express. Like they sponsored an episode of my podcast and I've like done I, I helped them bring orange chicken to Midtown Manhattan like a year or two ago. And I said to them, I I've been saying to them like General So's chicken. And when I said it to them, they were like, We're working on it. And oh. I was like, please. Please let me help you. Let me help you. Like bring me in. I will help you. <laughs> they were like, I'm sorry, I want who to help. Are you? <laughs> I want to help you do this. And it's funny. I remember talking uh, to to the person who works there that I'm friends with, and and being like, being like, you know, she was like, "We'll totally bring you in to try it." Like, and I was like, "Awesome! I can't wait." I was like, "Just one thing, please. Just please, please." Don't make it with some bullshit like bell peppers and whatever. Make sure it has broccoli. Make sure it has broccoli. And I should, I look back on this, I should have known at the time that something was wrong. The look on her face was kind of like, uh, like like it like like the damage had already been done and there was no turning like back. She was hoping you were going to be a full blown supporter at this. And, moment. But this was like a year ago. This was eight months ago. Like in our minds, plenty of time to like do R and D, right? Yeah, but but I think with these big chain with chains yeah, this and is stuff, doing like, a three point turn in the Titanic. Yeah, yeah. Like, exactly. <laughs> and like, and I I look back on it now and I'm like, oh, like once I had said that. Like they had already, they were already they were done. Like, we already made. They were posters. already dialed in, yeah, yeah. right, nope, and everything. Yeah. And so when I saw the photos of the panda of of pandas, General So's chicken, I was just like, "What is this?" They have like the weird veggies in it. It's right? got it's got two colors of bell. It's got red and yellow bell peppers. It's got string beans. Get the fuck. And the here. color of it. Well, I brought I brought some, obviously. <laughs> uh, and the color of it, it's it's just wrong, and it, it's. But it's fine. I mean, I still wanted to try it. The the, the color of General Tso's that you want is unattainable in natural, <laughs> right? Because it's like an orange brown. Well, it's yeah, like, it's I like mean, it's, it's like a, a reddish brown. And the orange, red. the orange is like is is optional, right? I mean, right. as long but it should be a dark color. It should be like sesame chicken is probably the most prevalent. Like I think a, a lot more people have had sesame chicken than General Tso's I think, chicken. I think the little pepper General Tso's is not that spicy. But it's just it's like to me sesame is the not is like the even the, more Anglo version. Right, it's the not spicy version. And General Tso's is not spicy. Sometimes you'll find that places will put chili peppers in there, like yes. the the hard red ones. That, yeah, that you don't eat or that well I don't eat, but like yeah. that and or the green like. Cr- but like, that oh, I don't. This? This I don't even bad. care about that. I mean, just the broccoli alone. Like, just I don't just don't want to see. They have broccoli. That's they the thing. Is broccoli beef, more expensive than peppers or whatever? I don't no. know, yeah. but like, I just don't understand why. It's just I'm just so, I'm so I was so mad. To to me, that's like you're introducing you're introducing a burger. You're 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 a nationwide chain. You're about to introduce a burger onto your menu, and you're like, I know how to do this. Let's put relish on them as standard. And it's like you're just off. You're that's. I mean, maybe you be the guys that eventually put relish on your burger, and that makes you stand out. But if you're trying to bring a burger into the mainstream, you're gonna have to do cheese, ketchup, pickles, and you're gonna have to do like a standard burger to bring General Tso's in and come out swinging with fucking green peppers and bell peppers. Fuck that! It's and like and then I read this. I read this article 
with, with the chef, like the chef who makes the food. And the first thing I read, he said something like, well, we wanted to do like a modern, like, um, like, you know, General Tso's is an Americanized, it's an American dish. It's very distinct. And there's a million versions of it. And we wanted to do a distinctly modern, like, you know, Panda Express West Coast version of General Tso's. And I'm like, no, you already do that. It's called orange chicken. <laughs> That's what orange chicken is. That's what, like, every other dish on your menu right. And also, all, is. all of a sudden, Panda like, Express is going to be, like, cutting edge in California. But it doesn't even matter. It's like, it's basically, they just wanted to do, an, they're basically just taking this General Tso's thing, which is so exciting to so many of us, and they're using it as <laughs> Wait, a bullshit that, marketing. That we, that we might need to fact check. But it is important. Co- present company, very important. <laughs> it's, taking adv- it's taking advantage of the marketing that they get from this, but then just making whatever fucking dish they wanted to make. They can make... Why didn't they just call it something else? Like, it doesn't have broccoli. And then the guy said something like... The guy was like, um, and... We, we got rid of the dark soy sauce to brighten up the color a bit and replaced it with gochujang, which is this Korean chili paste, which is delicious, and it's what they use to make Korean fried chicken. Yes. And it's delicious, but it's like... Dude, that it's not General Tso's anymore. Right. Like if you're if you're making if you're lightening it up and taking out one of the major sauce elements that makes it General Tso's chicken. Like, what's the point? What's the point? I need I need my General Tso's chicken to be so unlight, so dark, so miso, so heavy, so spicy that I take one bite. And it soaks up all the alcohol and water in my entire system, and I am sick to my stomach immediately. But you guys, if I can get a picture of this, Zach is genuinely upset. Yeah, like I'm his not, head like, is down. Like this I'm is, not like I don't. I'm not like trying to be funny. Like I am. I'm so, trying, and I'm failing. I'm, I am so like I am so angry at this to the point where like my wife was like, I went in like ranting to my wife in front of my kids. And my kids were all like, what's wrong, daddy? Like, and my wife was like, it's fine. It's just, he's just upset about Panda Express. And my kids love Panda Express. And like, dad, today at school, we were learning about uh, racial injustice. Shut up. We don't have time to discuss those minor problems. Do you understand that General Sows is not to my, it is. I was I wasn't paying attention at the time, but my wife informed me later that uh, my kids were terrified. They were, <laughs> I, was, I was so you were like an alcoholic dad so whose angry. sports team lost. Yeah, I just I just it makes me. You want to talk about like authenticity, right? Because they're gonna and I love Panda Express, like, but they're gonna talk about like oh, but there is no authentic version of General Sows, right? Like, there's a million different versions, but there's a consensus. And I'm like, listen, is. isn't it's not the point is not whether or not you are legally allowed to like make your own version of the dish that's inspired by the original. It's isn't shouldn't you be making something that the person if I see General So's chicken and I want to eat it because it's called General So's chicken, shouldn't it taste the way I want it to taste? Shouldn't it be who gives a shit about other people who or don't call know? it General Panda's chicken call or it whatever something. the yeah, hell you yeah. want to call it, but like it should like isn't that isn't your your duty to me as the person who really wants this and what and this is what bothers me the most and this is this is I, like I want to get really serious for a second here please as someone who loves General So's chicken and 
feels like you cannot get General Tso's chicken anywhere in California, and you can't even really get great versions of it in most of the country. Like, it's just a hard thing to find that dish that I because love from higher end Chinese food restaurants. Don't do it right. It ha- there's a and level the ch- of slumming it, and people that's just and there aren't it. enough people who really care, like for this to you know, cont- like for to be able to find this everywhere because no one knows like what right. the actual dish. What bothers me the most about this is I feel like there are now millions of people who are going to try General Tso's chicken for the first time at Panda Express and think that this is what Panda Express is. I mean, what General Tso's is. And that's going to be what General Tso's chicken becomes from now on. If I find out in New York. (laughs) Any chance of us being able, like, if you have a favorite place in New York, they're not going to change the way they make it. You'll be able to go back to New York. But as someone who like wants to be able to eat Pandex, uh, wants to be able to eat General Tso's chicken, like this is gonna this is gonna ruin any chance that we had of ever getting a real General Tso's chicken in California. Oh God, that sentence alone is absolutely depressing. Here, you want some General Tso's chicken from Pandex? Uh, yeah, let's try. I mean, let's try it. Let's bust it out. Um, now for everyone's favorite part of any podcast: people eating into microphones. <laughs> <laughs> I've I've built it up so much, though. I know I'm very your, curious. Your expectations so, are so high. At least you threw a couple of egg rolls. In there well, I, I I first of all, they ask you if you want them, and it's like, how can you say you can't no? Openly like, say no do you want egg rolls? This is one of my favorite. Do you know I can't even get duck sauce? You don't know. There's like no duck, duck sauce. No, you can't get duck sauce out here. And hot mustard is even like good hot mustard is is uh, weird. Yeah, is a tough. Uh, I don't know if I'm ready to have duck sauce in my fridge. I have soy sauce now for, like, sushi. But I think the moment you add duck... This doesn't look like general sauce. No, what the hell is that? What is that? It smells... What is that? It smells like a fajita dish because of the peppers, right? Yeah, take a a snap. Snapchat that that pussy, son. (laughs) Um, I'm going to take a bite of some generals right now. So these are like glazed chicken nuggets a little bit. They're not as lumpy as I like my, uh, you know, I like them to be a little more tumorous. Is that a correct choice of words for General Tso's? There's just nothing about it. It's not awful. It's, you oh, know, I'm no. sorry. I'm sorry. I should have prefaced this whole rant with, it's delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, everything <laughs> everything I've been saying so Panda far. Panda Express, you make delicious food. I'll eat the shit out of this. It's good. Mm-hmm. I'll get it in a combo for sure. Mm-hmm. It's very good. It it scratches a little bit of those itches, but it's not it's not the same. If they had taken this chicken and put it with broccoli, I would have been like, you know what? It's it's not it's not right, but. It's, it's close. Like Eating it's fine. These peppers and onions. It's fine. Like it's fine. So but annoying. I feel like you gotta at least. And if and if the chicken itself was perfect, but then they mixed it with those vegetables, fine. You I'd say it, it was perfect, yeah, yeah. and you know I'd mix it with the beef and broccoli and close my eyes and you know just. <laughs> t- <laughs> but I'd eat it with my left hand and pretend it's somebody else. <laughs> But the fact that they screwed the whole, they just screwed the whole thing yeah. up. The whole thing from beginning to end. Um, this yeah. is like that thing when you go to a restaurant and you order something and you, it's not what you want it to be. And it's like this weird, bizarro version where it's just like 40 degrees to the left of what you thought you were going to get. And you're like, I, th- I, see what th- I see that they tried to make this Generals here, but it's just, ah. Uh, and it's, 
It smells. It doesn't give you the general so smell. Nothing. Which is, nothing. You, I could like wear as fucking cologne. I could dab that. I even got it in the uh, in the little Chinese food container rather than in the combo. You right. know to give to. To, to give, give it, you, yeah, every give it step that, on every every, every chance. crack at authenticity. Every to, chance. I am going to finish this. <laughs> <laughs> Let me all right. reiterate. I do not like it. That's I'm it. gonna eat it all. Dude, thank you for letting me get that off my chest. No, uh, you're not done here yet, by the way. We're gonna get into it. But I want to hear about how going to the hospital for General So's chicken. Oh, nothing. I just went to the hospital. I ate too much General So's chicken. Wait, that's how, it. That's the whole story. How, that's you the, ate too much? I basically, every night for, God, I don't even know. Golden Light General So's chicken was basically like, you wake up at, you wake up at, mid, at noon, right? Yeah. Go to the, go to the uh, dining hall, eat breakfast, lunch, whatever, at noon. <laughs> and then you go to class. And then, you know, lunch is at 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock in the dining hall. And then, like you're hanging out with your friends, you're watching uh, watching Carney Wilson show, Ricky Lake. Uh, Everyone is your age. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone relates directly to this. <laughs> you're up watching the John Stewart show on MTV, <laughs> not the Daily Show. You're up watching your man Craig Kilborn host the Daily Show. <laughs> Um, and, uh, and then one in the morning you order General Tso's chicken with pork fried rice combo from Golden Light delivered. And I probably ate it like, God, three or four times a week for, I mean, (laughs) for dinner, like a lot, like a lot. And then just, you know, one night I didn't feel so good and, uh, it wasn't going away. And, uh, you know, after a while I was just like, nah, I think maybe I should go to the hospital. (laughs) My stomach just really hurt bad. Um, they were like, and you it, can't process the fucking... Oh! Hey. He doesn't hey. like that at all. Quiet, bud. He, someone's whistling outside. Um, you but, should have seen how J- Zach jumped, by the way. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was scary. That was scary. <laughs> well, he also was... He got me at an emotional moment, right, too, remembering... Uh, yeah. So you you went to the hospital. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they were like, we've seen this before. A lot of gas. <laughs> it was just gas. <laughs> you had such severe gas. I had you, such <laughs> severe gas. And... From eating... They were like one ha- can only assume. They were like, well, "So what do you eat?" You're like, "I eat vegetables." Well, what vegetables? Broccoli soaked <laughs> in General Tso sauce four nights a week. <laughs> They're like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I can only assume that's what it was. I mean, what else could it have been? Hi, mighty. Promote Usher's new video for No Limit. Title and Usher have introduced a No Limit campaign for fans in social media. Entries from August 10th to August 22nd. Fans can film themselves doing choreography from Usher's No Limit video. Share that using the hashtag TitleXNoLimit contest across all social media. You could also go on and just vote on the finalists after September 5th. So if you maybe aren't a dancer but are very curious to see how other people are dancing to Usher's music, go check it out on there. So on September 5th, Usher will choose three of these finalists to be flown to a master dance class in Atlanta taught by Usher's choreographer. From those three finalists, a winner will be chosen through a nationwide voting pool open to the online community, and the grand prize winner will be invited to visit Usher on a set of an upcoming music video and get to take over Usher's Usher's social media handles. I wonder if Usher will let you slide into his DMs. Like, if you get Usher's social media handles, how are you not getting up in everyone's DMs? Um, probably Title doesn't want to talk about that. <laughs> that seems to be a recurring theme in today's ads. You'll see what I'm talking about. 
The No Limit video can be found on title.com slash usher and contest rules can be viewed as at titlexnolimit.splashthat.com. So go check out the No Limit video, film yourself dancing and reenacting choreography, uh, submit it between uh, before August 22nd and see if you can get to fly to Atlanta, get a dance class and then get to be on the set of an upcoming Usher music video. Good luck, kids. When we were in college, we, we were told that the school cafeteria put uh, laxatives in the food so that you uh, it wouldn't stay in your system long enough to get you ill because it was like so poorly made. Come on, that doesn't sound that doesn't sound right. right. Doesn't sound right. Although we would you, you would shit about twenty minutes after eating in our cafeteria every time on chicken nugget night. Yes, definitely for sure. <laughs> I, man, going away to college and then going getting to go to all you can eat for every meal was like a true <laughs> nightmare. Like I like how can they let you just have get up and like I remember there was a week in freshman year when me and my friends were like we should eat vegetarian because it was like the first you ever heard about vegetarians. We're like let's try it. Let's go no meat for a week and we had grilled cheese, french fries, pancakes and waffles for like every meal and I was like wow, I gained 5 pounds being a vegetarian. This diet is incorrect. <laughs> Like, I would eat, like, a full-ass breakfast, like a huge-ass breakfast with, like, omelet, eggs, sausage, this, that. And then I would make a huge cold-cut sandwich, wrap it in napkins, jam it into my pocket, walk to my dorm, which was eight feet away from the cafeteria, and then immediately eat that sandwich. You need to write a book. (laughs) I honestly think I should host a show that is... Or one episode of a show where it is exact. It's just a buffet strategy. Oh, I have well, such buffet uh, strategy. I mean, yeah, we haven't talked about this yet. When we went to do dim sum in uh, the San Gabriel Valley, I think a little bit came up about because we knew we were getting into every like, podcast we've ever done is centered around Chinese food. Have you realized that? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you can you can find a reference in every episode of my podcast. This is There's, your this is your Superman, your Seinfeld Superman. Yeah. Like it's Chinese food. <laughs> yeah. I fucking love Chinese food and I cannot find what I want. My dad loved General Tso's when I was a kid and I remember graduating from like chicken and broccoli to like I want to try dad's General Tso's. It's like it's spicy, son. It's spicy. And I try it and I was like Whoa, I'm never getting anything else ever again. I will tell you, there is one place that I'll take you to that do you like Egg Foo Young? Yes. Oh, there's a place. It's a place, um, you know, where Squirrel is on Virgil. This in- is all LA, sorry <laughs> for people who don't, who don't live in LA, but across the street from Squirrel, there's a place called Waz Golden Hen lunch special, $4.50. There's four things. You get to choose three fried rice, chow mein, or lo mein. Uh, egg foo young or sweet and sour chicken. Ooh. The like sweet and sour chicken meaning the Chinese chicken fingers put onto a plate and then ladled the orange the sauce, sauce is ladled yeah. uh, over the which chicken. I have open yeah. here to do a shot of. Uh, by the way, uh, you spend five dollars, they'll give you all four. What? That's the lunch <laughs> special. Four what a fucking four dollars and fifty cents. You're allowed to choose three of four. Five dollars, <laughs> they'll give you all four. Oh, that's and so their awesome. fried rice. I'll show you a picture of their pork fried rice. You'll be like, uh, like it is like the pork fried rice from home. Oh. And their egg foo young's amazing. I, don't I even love like myself. I love some yellow pork fried rice. It's uh, oh, you're a yellow. Po- oh, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe we had different pork fried rice. Uh, well, I mean, I like them all. I like. I'm. I am. The, I distinctly uh, my favorite place. The red apple. Their rice. Came oh, there's a little was yellow. yellow. 
See, it, mine is a uh, dark, dark, dark brown. The I, darkest, I like that too. The darkest one with the reddest little chunks of pork. Oh, that's just, the that's the one. There's something about the color of Chinese pork that is like <laughs> the ch- color of Chinese pork. The color of when it's sour done sauce, correctly. Let's be and clear. And the color of General Tso's. Let's be clear. Are such like I would make an, uh, make a flag that is those colors and and get it as a tattoo if I could. Ugh. Um. The place, uh, Kung Pao Bistro, that I was talking about on Santa Monica and Fairfax, also sorry for uh, L.A. references <laughs> here, but they do uh, very good fried rices, and they do some higher-end ones. Like, one is, like, shrimp and mango fried rice, and it, and it works. You know, like, Sounds one like is, a like, bunch of bullshit to me. You lost does, me. You yeah, lost me. I know. It's no, a little bullshitty. Nope. No. Trust me. <laughs> all right. All right. I do trust you. <laughs> I am low-class personified. Don't you, <laughs> don't you worry. Don't you worry. Um General Sows, fuck me, man. Yeah, no, done. We got to move on from the General Sows. We don't have to. I, I, I got. I can't. I got. I'll, I'll stew in it for the rest of the po- for the rest of the podcast. General Sows is and Chinese food in general is the best hangover food that exists in the universe. Um, if I could eat General Sows, if I can go out and party every night, wake up and eat General Sows at like noon after smoking a bowl every day, I think I could live forever. <laughs> I mean. Uh, <laughs> Like happiness wise, as for like physio physiolot I'm having a stroke. <laughs> General Sows induced stroke. Your body your body is listening to your ideas and rebelling against them. And it's them. like pull the e-brake now. <laughs> Shut the brain down. He's going into one of his theories of how we can live forever solely off umami sauce. Rip it, rip it. <laughs> um I do have to. Uh, I do currently have to do something about my diet, though, which is like a brutal oh, thing to hear. This, wait, is this an intervention? <laughs> yeah, I want to talk it, to you about. My, did, did our wives, I'm staging my. Did own. our wives get together and like and be like, <laughs> tell them you're going to talk about General Sows. <laughs> let him rant for 20 minutes. Bring up and your then, own health issues and, and then, see if he says. And then we're we're going to bring in the uh, the health coach who's been waiting patiently yeah. in your kitchen. He's been doing burpees and kettlebell swings in my kitchen for waiting I, up. I'm for guessing you're not even recording this. Oh, and... no, no, no. This is all. <laughs> That'd be really funny to stage your own intervention. <laughs> you're like, I'm glad you're here. I need you to tell me to get my life in order. <laughs> Um, I do need to start eating healthier, according to uh, doctors. Well, I need to lose weight. Whether, however, I get there, I get there. Coke is my. <laughs> is this, this is your way of breaking up with me, isn't it, we Zach? I don't think out. I could see you. <laughs> Zach, uh, after my wife saw what I ate at uh, Smorgasburg last week, I am no longer. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> no, no longer. We're allowed. not allowed to hang out. I haven't even told my wife about you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> This is our Brokeback Mountain. Is we we go to a fucking air conditioned room, turn on the podcast, and just jam down Chinese food. I showed her. I showed her photos of you from your peak rugby days. Yeah, but he's, he's my new friend. Very athletic. Yeah, we go running every day. Meanwhile, I'm like, you got to get me a table at John and Vinny's. I just want to eat pizza in the middle of the day so bad. Well, I will tell you. So my new job at Smorgasburg. You would think being at a market like that every single sunday also let's talk people i would what gain, this is. i would gain weight and i think i might be losing weight because of this job can you because believe that walking i'm telling myself that anyway because at least you're walking around one day a week one day than... a week i i am i am you're don't, on your feet for 12 hours. i'm out on my feet for 12 hours and yes some of those hours are spent eating and mozzarella sticks I, was gonna say, I have seen you at this uh 12 hour uh, physical marathon as you call it jam down a couple of pork belly goa tacos <laughs> um so let's talk a little bit about what smorgasburg is because that's part of the uh part, part of the other thing I want to talk about in this podcast was give you a, to promote this thing cuz I fucking went and I loved it and so it started in New York 
as part of Artisan Fleas? No. As part of the uh, the hey. other thing. Uh, yeah, Brooklyn Flea. Brooklyn Flea. Brooklyn okay. Flea. The thing that artisan fleas copied. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So Brooklyn Flea uh, started having like some food stands there, and it blew up, and it became Smorgasburg, named after Williamsburg. Um, and uh, it became sort of it became very popular. People were, like I think McClure's Pickles came out of there. Like a bunch of cool big shit came out of there, and then. Those guys, uh, whoever the Smorgasburg people are, whoever the brain trust behind that is, decide to bring it to L.A. Yes. and decide to bring on yours truly, mine truly. How do you say yours truly about someone else? <laughs> My guest, Zach, brought on as the, what do you call yourself? Yeah, the originally they were like, originally they were like, oh, would you want to come in and help us like get all the food vendors, like curate all the food and we'll get someone else we to do all the like. We need someone on boots on the ground in LA who's eaten at every single restaurant and food truck for uh, from the city of industry to San Diego. You're, you're friends with these people, right? You, you've put some of their kids through college. Now it's time for them to pay you back. You speak only English, but know every single short order cook around. Uh, so yeah, they were like, and I was like, oh yeah, this is sounds good. It's yeah, right I'm in, in your wheelhouse in, too. Done specifically like the style of food, meaning you know, it's like because you're. I mean you. You know a lot about food, but you're not a fine dining guy or like a. I mean, I can I can get I'll eat at nice restaurants. I, I know <laughs> you're a lunch guy. You're a lunch person. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a dream job. I think yeah. is what you're trying to say. Yeah. Yes, yeah. and I, I I went this past uh, Sunday or two Sundays ago, and it was a fucking. It was amazing. I ate, it's pretty awesome. I I'm ate usually like a goddamn king. I'm usually self deprecating, but I think it's pretty awesome. It I think is I've done an, awesome. I've done an, I've done an amazing job. Yeah. So if you're in LA, or I mean, I guess if you're also if you're in New York or Brooklyn, you should check out Smorgasburg for sure. It's every Sunday in but LA. Definitely in LA because it's better here. Yeah. Because <laughs> I did it. Because no. <laughs> my guest did it. It is the best. Um, but I recommend you get your ass down there. And I ate so much awesome shit. So let's run through some of the cool shit I ate uh. there. And you can, if you know any backstory or any uh, fun. So the big mutts. Oh, big mutts. I just got. It was very hot that day and very sunny. Me, my wife, and a buddy posted up underneath the umbrella in the beer tent and went running missions to go get food. One of the missions, someone ran out, and I was like, I don't know about mutt sticks in this yeah, heat. No, but right. Big mutts was fucking awesome. It's the, be- it's the best mozzarella sticks. And for anybody, like, you live in Cal- Southern California, you just you can't get mozzarella sticks. Like, right. it's not like something you get everywhere yeah. with, like, a little marinara on the side, like... And these, in addition to just being like, oh, this is something you can't get anywhere, they're also... They're the best mozzarella sticks. Well, they make the mozzarella themselves. Like, it's like hand And the breading is like beyond like a normal bread. Like, you want actually, God, you want to know what happened yesterday? The, uh, or I don't know when this is coming out, but uh, this, the last Sunday, uh, the uh, mozzarella sticks guys became friends with the three jerks jerky guys who sell filet mignon jerky. And they pulverized some of the jerky and mixed it with the breading and made jerky coated mozzarella sticks. Oh, God. And so was, fucking hard, right? And now. It was, uh, <laughs> I just tucked my dick into my waistband. <laughs> uh, so you have that to look forward to next time you're, you sneak away from home to oh, go to Smorgasburg. Yeah. I'll be there every Sunday my wife is out of town going forward. <laughs> every Sunday that my doctor doesn't have me on house arrest, I will be there. Um, I'm being hyperbolic, by the way. Don't actually be concerned about my health. I do need to drop some weight, but you don't need a doctor. <laughs> you just need a mirror to determine that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just about time as I rock it into my mid-30s, wildly overweight. Big Mutts was awesome. 
other thing that was awesome was the Goa tacos. Some, I guess this is also a, there is a Goa place in New York, right? Yeah, it's yeah. In it's Lower started, East Side. They, the, both of these vendors started in New York and now As have like, come to LA. Right. Yeah, yeah. And Goa tacos, like, they're like, I think they're the most popular stand. How did the, you, how did you describe it? Cause I, I didn't really know how to phrase it, but it's like pork belly on like a Indian. Yeah. It's like an Indian flatbread. They're paratha tacos. So it's like fried Indian bread. It's like fried naan. Yeah. And, and then like they got the like porchetta, like roasting there on the spit. It was, I, I was like, there. it was windy and hot as fuck the day I was there. And I was like standing in the, in the smoke, the, the pig smoke just blowing into my face <laughs> high as fuck. Just enjoying every last breath of it. <laughs> yeah. It's uh yeah, those are good. I don't know. We got the we have the best bagel in the city. Best pastrami. Who's the best bagel? Maury's bagels. Maury's yeah, bagels. New, oh, so good. And uh, then uh, the pastrami. I didn't. The pastrami. I didn't get oh, last time. The pastrami either. is. Uh, That's on my list for sun. What pastrami is amazing. Ugly drum pastrami. I, what was the thing that I was like? Hey, they didn't have like that much of a sign. They were Cuban um, bow. Oh, Ichikoro. Ichikoro. They make Cuban sandwiches on those buns, like the bao bun. Like, like if you get buns. a pork bun, like at places like Momofuku or just in Chinatown or whatever. So they make Cuban sandwiches on that kind of bread. Those are two of my favorite foods that I didn't know were my favorite foods till recently. Like, I realized how much I fucking love Cubano sandwiches. So good. Like, two different kinds of ham, pickles, cheese. Like, these are all my favorite food. Two different types of pork, pickles, cheese, and mustard. That's like... And then on top of it, usually Cuban bread is so good, too. It's like, And then this place does it on that fucking pork bun, which was unreal good. And now they, uh, they just started, since the last time you were here, they started making another version of it with carnitas, like pork from carnitas el momo are like Mexican carnitas vendor in the Which market. Which I also got. Who makes like, like the most the incredible carnitas, carnitas you've ever had. Uh, the Jolly Oyster. Oh, yeah. Those oysters are amazing. The only Kumamoto, West, only West Coast Kumamoto oysters. So, south, you know, so the only Southern California grown oh, right. Kumamoto oysters. Yeah, that dude who was like there shucking the oysters, it's like he grows all those oysters. Dude, the and, shit that yeah, they give you to put on, like that little weird lime pellet. Oh, yeah, he cuts those little weird lime things, and it yeah, was, it's good. I'm telling you guys, if you like food and live in L.A., get down there on a Sunday. Um, it's fun. It's a good time. Look, I I can't, you, I don't know what you're legally allowed to do, but I highly recommend standing just outside the gate, sort of in the no man's land that is downtown L.A., burning one, then entering and eating everything inside. <laughs> Smart. It's a good plan. It's a yeah. good plan. This should all be in your book. Um, and then um, there is Angel City uh, beer truck there, too. Yeah. Oh, it's well, it's uh, we have a Michelada mobile from the guys who run Gelaguetza, which is this great Mexican restaurant in Koreatown. Oh, so cool. they make Micheladas with Angel City Brewery And the Micheladas beer. were so good, and those beers were much needed as <laughs> I'm hammering down every salty food. Um, dude... You're doing fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm doing God's work. You can yeah. say it. It's all right. I, you, you are. It's like, it's like the other day I posted on Instagram. I I, I had lunch at this uh, this this J- Japanese food court where I never can decide between the ramen and the tempura, and so I got both. And then I took the ramen, and the tempura place makes a tempura poached egg. So they take a poached egg and they dip it oh. and they deep fry it. And I put the tempura poached egg on top of my ramen, and I took a photo, and I'll say to you what I said then. 
I'm not going to call myself a genius. I'm just a guy, a human person who took a tempered egg and put it on top of cold ramen. <laughs> Shit. Oh, that sounds... So get your ass to Smorgasburg, LA. And then... Um, so I hear you're joining the HG family, huh? Is this oh, correct? Oh, yeah, right. Oh, right. Yeah. We should have led with this. We should have led with this, <laughs> but I think this is... No one's listening anymore. Right. Well, here's a trick. We rope them in with an hour of us screaming about General Sos. Anyone who's still around at this point might genuinely like your podcast. That's true. If Good we point. come in swinging We've saying, check out my d- podcast, right. and then you bomb out the interview, they'll never no listen. No one, right. But at this They're point... still here now. The 15 people who are still listening to this will yeah. definitely go yeah. and check out my podcast. Right, and so the title of your podcast, and we've promoted it before. We, we've I, I I've been on it. I love your podcast, but now it's coming to Headgum, and it's called Food Is the New Rock. Yeah, we just uh, moved over to Headgum thanks to you for introducing. Uh, hey, 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 I'm not poaching people. <laughs> I'm just out there making shit happen. I'm not doing anything special here. <laughs> I just sent an email. Does it? Does it? Does it? Count as poaching when the when the other network you're on implodes from is that I don't think Does it's it count po- as poaching if nobody poaching wants it? I don't think it's poaching. I don't think it's poaching. Yeah, that would be like calling it like pigeon poaching. It's like, no, it's poaching when you kill an elephant for its tusks. No one gives a fuck if you throw a rock at a pigeon in Central Park. Uh, but yeah, so we're on HeadGum now. Every week we talk to a chef just about music or a musician just about food. And these so, are two worlds that you're uh, very much into. Sure. Because we didn't talk about music at all on this podcast, but yeah. you are... A, 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 I used to be into music when yeah. I was younger. When <laughs> like I was a most kid. people. I used to work in radio. Have you heard of that? I, re- I think of that? podcasts are sort of like DVR'd radio. Something like I, that. Something like that. Been, I, used to work radio. In, I used to work in music radio. Oof. Yes. Sounds so weird. <laughs> sounds so archaic. I used to be a blacksmith. <laughs> I used to make uh, axes for the king's army. Um, uh, so yeah, so and then uh, we'll we'll also have like comedians on talk music and food, and that is either just launching or has yeah, this I think is either pro- about to launch or It'll has. Already, ju- I think our first episode on Headgum. I mean, we've done another. There's like 180 episodes there. Yeah. You can go check out our, and we've had like a ton of amazing people on. Uh, but this week we just relaunched. Um, with uh, Jimmy Pardo oh, from Never Not Jimmy, Funny. Love Jimmy Pardo. It's pretty funny. He is a weird dude. His food, he's he's got some food issues. Big oh, time. Me big, too, but big, mine no, are fun. No, not the good one. Not the good, not the good kind. I have not fun the good food kind. issues. <laughs> um, if people, if you could push people to like one or two episodes, one or two old episodes for them to check out to get a good gist or some of your favorites that you did, what, uh, what, where I would mean, you I mean, Action Bronson is a classic. By the way, is a classic. if you still have any connection to that guy, I gotta get him on. He's like my idol. He's like who I want to be when I. Uh, I mean, he. Uh, I think. I think you guys would get along. I think you guys <laughs> would. I says think, him and I might have something in I common. I think you guys. I uh, think you guys could definitely be friends. Fuck, that's delicious. Is one of my favorite TV shows. It's of so all good. Time. It's yeah. so good. Because I'm a the, huge. I love. I love Bourdain. I love bizarre foods. I love. I could do an episode of the show about bizarre foods. I love Andrew Zimmern so much. And uh, he's a dream guest as well. And then fucking fuck, that's delicious comes around, and it's just so awesome. It's it is I because I. I was a huge. I used to watch like all of Bourdain, yeah. all of Andrew Zimmer, and like it was my favorite, right? But uh, you know, it's been like after all these years, I'm just like, I just don't watch it anymore. I don't know why. Right? Just, it's, yeah. Well, it's, it's like it's, you've seen a hundred episodes of each, and you're like, right? And you just, oh just, wait, pu- uh, petrified shark meat. Oh wait, I saw a uh, putrid shark meat. Oh, I saw this on that guy. Oh, this is the same. Oh, it's the same guy. Like you sort of start to see 
recurring themes and you're like also uh, for health reasons yeah <laughs> it is like pornography after a while you shut it off and you're like, like I gotta eat I can't do this I can't I'll just be I, like on Postmates watching uh, Andrew Zimmer and ordering shit like just, immediately I just can't do this anymore uh, but fuck that's delicious it's like the only food show that I'll watch on TV anymore it's so, so good. good that guy is amazing I love it um, and uh, I don't know we've had a ton of, I mean like Tom Colicchio from Top Chef like, oh, he was a great one witchcraft uh, <laughs> that's a that's like a deep cut. That's like what do you like? That's the sandwich. Stand nobody in, knows what the hell you're talking about. It's a sandwich stand. I'm in the Brian only Park. one. I'm the only one. I'm the only person that knows what you're there's talking gotta about. There's got to be some ad exec who listens to this. <laughs> no, there's he's, not. He's, he's also on the Emmy Award winning show Top Chef on oh, Bravo. Right, right, yeah, right. wildly popular. <laughs> So uh, the but, Click You episode, the action episode, those are great yeah. episodes. Yeah. Uh, we had Mike D from the Beastie Boys on. Oh, awesome. Uh, Marcus Samuelson. Rachel Ray, who is surprisingly into music. Very oh, st- cool. She has the best taste in music. Does very, she? Very strange. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. There's something you don't know. Yeah. Oh, right, because you're talking to Rachel Ray about music. Yeah, yeah. talking yeah, to Tom about music. Dude, that, that's the best part about the podcast is that it's like... Because there is a crazy world there. It's sort of like uh, rappers and athletes where... Every rapper wants to be an athlete. Every athlete wants to be a rapper. Like, every rock star wants to be a foodie, and every foodie is well, like... Well, no, but it's also like trying to get a comedian to go on a podcast now. It's like, there's so many... Like, who? Nobody wants to fucking do podcasts <laughs> anymore, because there's just so many of them. But the reason that I can get these people to talk to me... It's because, like, come on and talk about food, not about Hello Nasty. Yeah, like, the, right. <laughs> like, the like the musicians are like, oh, yeah, I'd love to talk about food. And the chefs are all like, oh, talk about music for an hour? Like, yeah, because yeah, that's I'll, a huge part of all yeah. every restaurant job I've ever had is, yeah. like, music blast. Like, the prep time is just, like, all, like, who gets to pick the music, who picks the mix, all that shit is so important. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at that, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, there is some uh, rapidly cooling uh, General Sows and Egg Rolls here. That oh, we, yeah. We got to go ham on. I see some other secret bag next to I it. I brought another bag. Uh, I, I, on the, as I left General Sows, I saw Yoshinoya, and I was like, had, had to be done. Have you ever had Yoshinoya? <laughs> no, I haven't. Neither have I. What? Oh. How did we not get into this on the podcast? <laughs> All right, well, we will follow up at a later date um, <laughs> of what kind of diarrhea we got from this Yoshinoya beef bowl. I feel like this is like in the PG-13 movie where the light's about to go out, but you don't see the actual right. sex. Yeah, it's like, like the that's radio That's what's play. about to yeah. happen right now. Like, this episode's about to end, and now the real dirtiness is about to start. Should I just leave on like an ambient mic to hear us? Just like... <laughs> Um, so Zach, you are at Midtown Lunch LA on uh, Instagram yep, and uh, all of it. Yeah, check out Smorgasburg LA on Instagram and uh, uh, well, Twitter for your for yourself. Yeah, whatever. Check all out, of it. Check out Food Is New Rock on the Headgum Network. Tweet at me and Zach uh, pictures of your favorite General <laughs> Sos. Yes. I think that'd be something fun yes. to do. And uh, tell us how you feel about Panda Express's uh, General Sos in there. Failed efforts. <laughs> As always, I'm at John Gabris, no H's. Um, please rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Tell your friends to listen to this podcast and buy yourself some high and mighty tank tops or t-shirts. But fuck it, who needs sleeves? Sun's out, guns out, skies out, thighs out. <laughs> Thanks for listening, shitheads, and thank you, Zach. I mighty.
That was a HeadGum Podcast.